At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Midland. Glad you could hang with us. A little basketball talk tonight, football, of course, some tennis, some hockey, some college basketball. What have we not talked about? No golf? We haven't talked about we haven't talked about golf yet. I, I can continue to complain about Russell Henley blowing a five-stroke lead on the back nine. For those who missed it, Matt had Russell Henley to win the Sony Open. What number did you have him at? 35 to 1. 35 to 1. Russell Henley had a what-stroke lead going five, to the back nine? Five, five, five. Back nine on five, Sunday. Five and, of them. Uh, Russell Henley gacked it. Yeah. Five of them. Yeah. That was fun. Gacked it. Ladies and gentlemen, from NBC Sports, Bet the Edge podcast, and also the Deep Dive podcast, the former he does with Sarah Perlman, the latter with Andy Molitor. It is Drew Densick at whale underscore capper. What's up, Drew? Nothing much, man. Just enjoying the uh, the best of this time of year, which is primetime West Coast Australian Open tennis. Yeah. I'm about to lose a uh, couple dogs that I was uh, – well, first, I'm going to lose one dog that was uh, I was 40 cents ahead of the close. CLV not working out. Cerebus Tormo is uh, two two points away from losing. And our guy, Oscar Ote, uh, if he doesn't break back, it's going to be down two sets to one here momentarily. Yeah, you know, he had an interesting match because he came out absolutely on fire, but that kind of woke Sonigo up, and then mm-hmm. Sonigo turns right around. He cleans up his service game. He stops double faulting. And Ott really kind of, uh, you know, he went away from what was working. He stopped not going to the net really anymore. He's uh, He's losing a little steam, and he had those two chances to break back in the third. They come and go, and uh, I think we're going to be looking for a miracle here down 2-1 momentarily. Backs against the wall. You have anything else tonight, Australian Open? Uh, I got a little bit of action. Took a couple of dogs on the game handicap. I took a shot at uh, Quan against uh, Shapovalov. Not super high confidence at all, really. Just a little bit of value on the dog there. Uh, And I took a shot on Bublik against um, Gael Monfi. Uh, I think that could be a little bit of a difficult match for him based on their head-to-head uh, French Open last year or two years ago. All right. If you want some late-night tennis action, there you go. That Monfi is real late night. Oh. I think that one is like midnight our time. Tomorrow, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, it is tomorrow morning. It is tomorrow. While <laughs> yeah. you're asleep, yeah. if you want some action, there yeah. you go on that. All and right. Ash Barty just trucking right now. Is she trucking? Oh, yeah. Just trucking. Well, she was She's like a m- wagon. Minus yeah. 20,000, yeah. you said? Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty good at this. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. All right. Division round, Drew. Very, first of all, wait, before we get to that, do you have any play on the late basketball game tonight? Anything? I got an early number on this over at 216. I wouldn't really get involved at this point. Uh, although there's 
they'll there's got to be some angle here because uh, it's come down a hair. It's I'm seeing two eighteen in some spots. Um, there may be a way to get involved here. I think ultimately Golden State is still uh, if you're betting their games in game in play. You know, I know your your viewers, your listeners are uh, are hot on the uh, uh, in play looks. The uh, Golden State Warriors remain the best bet in basketball. Uh, in the third quarter, particularly in games where they are either tied with a, an opponent they are much better than, uh, or they head into the second half with a deficit. That's even better. Drew, we have a uh, look. We got a couple of games on Saturday where the line has moved a little bit. We saw this open three in favor of the Titans, moves to three and a half. We saw this open four and a half for the Packers, moved all the way to six. At this point, um, look, I think this Packers move based off a couple of the injury notes here, not only the the uncertainty around Bosa, but now Jimmy Garoppolo coming out with his sprained shoulder stuff and then confirms that at his press conference just a few hours ago in which he says, yes, I sprained it and it affected my throws in the game. Um, let's start with that one because, I mean, listen, I think this is one where a lot of people looking at the Niners and saying like, okay, look, the the way that they can control a run game and stuff that it's certainly a team that can, that can possibly bully a team like the Packers. But if you can't make any of the throws and if this, this shoulder thing is for real, and if you don't have Bosa giving Aaron Rodgers any trouble back there, we know that the 49ers can't cover on the back end. Uh, You know, the, the deep downfield passes is really the Achilles heel here. Could this one set up if everything kind of falls against the Niners here as a kind of a route for the Packers? I feel that that's possible. Yes. And realistically, even I guess if we were sitting here in a total vacuum and Jimmy Garoppolo was hundred percent, Nick Bosa, we knew he was going to go. We knew Fred Warner was going to be out there. And Oh, by the way, the Packers weren't coming off of two weeks of really two and a half, three weeks of rest. And oh, by the way, it wasn't a quick turnaround from a Saturday, from a Sunday game to a Saturday game for the Niners. Like it basically, this was a totally neutral situation uh, and you had full health. I can entirely entertain someone who would make a case that the Niners are alive because of what they can do schematically, particularly as you mentioned in the run game and just winning in the trenches, um, you know, their offensive line against the green Bay defense, where if they get the ball first, or if they can get an early stop for green Bay, they can put together a really nice scripted drive, get points on the board, play from ahead and really dictate this game. Much like what we saw in the NFC championship game a couple of years ago. Like that's that I would entirely entertain that as a plausible narrative. This is not that situation (laughs) and it's for all those reasons. Uh, Surely the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo is going to ultimately matter. Uh, Surely the fact that the Green Bay Packers are coming in completely rested and at full strength for the first time in a long time, Jair Alexander kind of guy that makes a difference for exactly that issue you're bringing up. Um, And uh, you know, surely the, the short rest for San Francisco and some of the other pieces, key pieces dealing with injuries are going to ultimately be a factor in this game. Um, I think, uh, you know, if the neutral, you know, the, the fair price on this one, uh, is six, um, you know, all things considering neutral situation, then with the buy, with the, uh, short rest for San Francisco, with the injury concerns, you almost have to see some value on green Bay, even if you're doing a math focused approach to handicapping this game. So, um, and then just to kind of put a cherry on it, there is a long tail. Like there is a very real scenario where green Bay has margin in this one. And then all of a sudden, if you're holding the San Francisco plus five and a half plus six ticket and you're down 
you know, 14 points. You feeling like you have any chance at a comeback with Jimmy Garoppolo in his state? I'm not feeling great about that. Um, and so I think, you know, certainly game, you know, uh, you know, path to victory here for the Packers is pretty obvious. They need to come out and be pretty aggressive early on. They need to use some of the better plays of the playbook in the, in the scripted portion, uh, generate a lead here, put San Francisco on their heels and, uh, you know, put this game on, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's injured shoulder. I was going to ask about this game naturally, but it turns out it's the it's the other game you have a bet on. The game before the 49ers Packers, which I don't feel like, you know, midway through the week we've gotten we've gotten nearly as much airtime on this game as the other 3. Bengals at Titans, Titans favored by three and a half. Total 47. What did you do here? Yeah, so I like the over in this one and I've it's taken me I've danced around this one a lot. Uh I you know, I talked about this with Andy before we you know, when we knew it was going to be the matchup and we didn't really know what the the prices were going to be. I thought we were going to see something in the 49 range. Uh and so the fact that they get a couple of points to the over just in terms of what my fair neutral price is has me interested. Um on top of that, you have uh, a decent matchup for both offenses against both defenses as far as I can tell you. There were a lot of things about what the Bengals do offensively that didn't entirely match with what the Raiders are strong at uh, defensively. And so I thought that it was a little bit tougher for them than it ought to have been to get that win against the Raiders. And then, you know, but I do think they match up well against this Titans team and Titans at a lot of times throughout the last couple of years have really, really struggled generating pressure. Notably, I would put pull up as an example, uh, you know, it must've been Joe Burrow's what sixth, seventh start of his career last year uh, against this Tennessee Titans team. Tennessee goes into Cincinnati. They're favored by a touchdown. Uh, and, you know, Cincinnati absolutely gave them the what for, particularly offensively. They were able to get whatever they wanted going on in that game offensively. And uh, it was, um, you know, I, I would expect that you have, uh, you know, n- there's, you know, Joe Burrow's playing with the house money at this point. He get, he goes into his first ever playoff game. He gets a win. The pressure's off. Uh, and realistically, now this should be uh, an opportunity for him to continue to build on that. And then similarly on the flip side, the Tennessee Titans offense has been, um, you know, more or less two tale of two uh, efficiencies. You know, when you have uh, AJ Brown on the field, their play action game is absolutely devastating because he runs a handful of routes that are just uncoverable. Uh, if you can freeze the linebackers and you know, that Cincinnati secondary Cincinnati linebacker crew, those aren't my guys. I'm not going to war with them. Uh, you know, defensively, there's a lot of holes in this defense in general. They've played a relatively soft schedule when they have gone up against elite offenses, they've given up points. Uh, so I think realistically, this is going to be more like a shootout than it is going to be, uh, you know, field position field goal type of game. Uh, and at 47, you're getting a relatively uh, low total here, uh, even in a neutral situation. Drew, let's talk about a game you don't have a bet on, but let's just uh, get your thoughts on what seems to be the marquee game of the weekend, the Bills and the Chiefs. We've now seen a little bit of money coming in on the Bills. This is down to two at several of the rest of country books out there off of the two and a half here. Um, I think everybody's super excited to see how this one plays out. What are your initial thoughts here? Yeah, so I didn't walk to the window and make a bet only because I have a ton of exposure on the bills winning this game. (laughs) And I'd say, so adding to that, particularly as you've seen money come in on the bills, hasn't really been something that has interested me. (laughs) That said, uh, there are a lot of boxes I can check here that show advantage bills. Uh, notably the, you know, the, the plus EV approach they're using right now, offensive scheme wise, uh, the way they're mixing the run in the past, particularly on early downs using that they, they, I thought they did a, an, an amazing job of simplifying their offensive approach last week. 
And I would expect them to repeat that against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it was effectively, we are not going to bother trying to uh, run into a brick wall on these long down and distance situations. We are going to give Josh Allen RPO opportunities. We are going to give him designed run plays where he is either in a run running situation. He is in a passing situation and it absolutely is devastating what he can do on the ground. Uh, and this chief's team is not necessarily rostered to defend that particular type of player. We saw it the first matchup between these guys and there's not a ton that I thought was lucky about the way that that game played out. I thought the bills showed that they were pretty clearly the better team and they were better prepared and better schemed for their opponent matchup in that contest. Uh, the bills defense similarly has two high safety looks that they can give, which has been sort of the secret for uh, slowing down Mahomes this season. Drew, thank you for all enjoy the tennis matches tonight. Good luck. You guys as well. Enjoy. Drew Dinsick, everybody at whale underscore capper, all that he does deep dive. And of course, Bet the Edge from NBC Sports as well, wherever podcasts are available. Coming back, it's Vison's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare you are looking live at primetime action with gil alexander and matt brown on vsin the sports betting network it is primetime action, just like the man said, Brent Musburger. Always cool to hear his voice. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Just watching these uh, matches here in the uh, sun-drenched courts of Melbourne. And I'll bring it up again. You're Would dead you re- to me, Ote. Uh, he's, we're on serve in the fourth. He's not dead to you. <laughs> These you guys things are these things are still okay. Yeah, these things can You're still okay. You're still okay. Hey. I, see what you did there. I can go home now. All there right, 45 minutes early. There you I, can just, I can just leave now. Yeah. Whatever they're paying you guys Matt are still is okay. not enough. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Ash body is pretty uh, dominating. But you're looking at these uh, sun-drenched courts here, and I and I'll I'll say it again. If you had to live your life over, right, and you could be anything you wanted to be, and uh among those things were journeyman golfer, we'll ask it again, or Constantly on tour, professional tennis player. Journeyman golfer. Journeyman golfer still? Journeyman golfer. Just because no risk of injury? 
and yeah. the money's better in the just the whole night. Yeah, I like, like some travel too, but this is like a lot of travel. Oh, for it's, it's your whole life. You is know what I mean? Like you're all travel. around the world for tennis. Yes. Like I, yeah. golf, you kind of get to pick and choose. That's true. You're on a go tour. Spend, you're on one of the and tours. Every place the you go is the mo- every it's place beautiful. you go is the most yeah. beautiful place. Go spend two that weeks in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, then to even, Southern California for Even a few golf courses in the middle Florida. of Ohio, it's like the greatest looking yeah. golf course you've ever seen in the whole world. <laughs> the two of you talking over each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like just go, going to lay, oh, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. It's amazing. It's I was getting a tweet here from PGA Tour that the uh, six foot, 10 inch James Perez is making his tour debut this week. Wow. Six foot what? He led the Sunshine Tour in driving distance last season at 373.1 yards average. What was this guy's name? James per uh James oh not Perez. Prez. P-R-E-E-Z. James Prez. Six foot ten inch. Wow. James Prez. We don't have a precedent for that on the golf tour, do we? I I I don't know of anyone oh, that's man. within like. He's another one of these South, South African. How tall guys. was Ernie Els? Ernie Els was pretty tall, wasn't he? Yeah, he's got to be six five, six six. Ernie Els, just your Jim Nance pronouncing that. The carefully. only thing we know about Jim Prees is that he can't make a layup. <laughs> that's the only thing we know about him for sure. <laughs> he, uh, the only he's six foot ten and he's golfing. He can't this make a like, layup. This is like in high school. I was always confused by the guys that would go play like like play, go play men's volleyball. I'm like, wait, you can jump that high and like you ain't playing basketball? Like, come that's on, man! You can make Matt, money in one of these. That was one of the great Matt Brown comments ever. The only thing we can deduce <laughs> so far is that he cannot make who, a layup. Who was the guy? Who was the kid from South Africa that came on like at the end of last year that was bombing the bombing the ball? Oh yeah, I know you're you. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. his name, but yeah, this guy, this guy's from uh, James Dupree's. James Dupree's. Dupree's. There's oh, a D U. Dupree's. All right. Oh, of the. So there we have it. Okay. Of the bombing Dupree's. So there's that. Uh, I, I had fun with that fact. That was a very nice fact. I mentioned to you guys uh, that uh, the Netflix series, the golf series, we. Uh, we could have the uh, one of the showrunners on. I would love to uh, see what that's all about. If you guys are interested. Yeah. We'll talk about that. They're doing a tennis equivalent, by the way. I don't know the showrunner for that one. So, sadly, we can't have that guy. But that's, that should be awesome to watch. The, the individual sport ones, like yeah. the F1, the golf, the whatever, those are the most interesting because these guys are doing it on their own. Like, these people their are life. doing it on their own, right? And, yeah. And, and, not, and not enough is made about that in the main. It's one of the biggest blind spots, I think, of mainstream media on this is, is exactly that. Some of these tennis players, they barely make ends mm-hmm. meet. They got to pay for everything. Yeah. Well, it's why you'll see some of these guys that, you, that you've that you definitely heard of and or seen play before, and you'll see them kind of playing these, like, tiny events because got to go get a paycheck. Got to win. Yeah. Got to get got to place yeah. or something. Yeah, got to go get a paycheck. And so, like, they'll just – they'll tear way down and play one of these, like, super small events, and it's like, yeah, because I need, I need to get a check. Yeah. When it's all said and done. The Ryan Hyatt question is interesting because it's just I think this is something that we can't drive home enough with all this stuff where he just says, for in-game betters, what's the best way to watch a game to get the best number given delays and transmission from different networks and some mm. online services? And this is stuff we've talked about before. The only way that you can guarantee is wait for TV time. Yeah, wait, wait for timeouts, wait it's for TV way. breaks, wait for whatever. Um, that's the only way that you can at least guarantee you're on a level playing field with what the books have going on and, and, and stuff like that. And we talk about now, listen, we don't always we don't always do it because sometimes we do see something we feel is like 
to our advantage at right at that second. But I mean, the only way you can be sure that you're on a level playing field, wait for, you know, TV timeout, a regular timeout, whatever it might be, some sort of natural break, halftime, intermission, quarter, whatever it might be, all that stuff. It's the only way, and I feel like it's getting worse. And by worse, I mean, I feel like the better, if you if you don't do it on breaks, your disadvantage appears to me to be getting worse and worse. Like, I, we, some of these football games this weekend, I thought were like more behind than than any time I've ever seen on some of these ways you take in network oh, television. It, it depends on that, too. Yeah. Wait, when you're watching a major nationally televised event, it is, it is usually more delayed th- what you're getting than what you're getting on a... Like, I was watching, I was live betting Lakers jazz last night. Not nearly as bad in a situation like that where it's a regionally televised game versus a massive NFL game that's on national television. Also, these books, as they make deals with the leagues, what has happened is that the leagues, I mean, the books now have these feeds at lightning speed in a way that they never used to have either. So, also, the notion, we all know some people who attend certain stadiums, certain arenas, to try to actually historically beat books to certain things that are happening in-game. Those opportunities are becoming less and less now with all of these deals. Yeah, you figure you're there. Who could possibly beat me to it? But somebody's there doing it. Yeah, well, I think it's 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 really the combination then, right? It's the combination of... You don't know for sure if the numbers you're looking at on your betting app are really in time with what's going on in the game. You should assume that they're not. That's why we're talking about waiting for a break. Mm-hmm. But combine that where you're you're theoretically dragging on on the app or website wherever you're going to bet, combined with the sports book might be more ahead of where they used to be. Then yeah, I think that's where it's definitely. That's why you well, got to wait till break. For me, it's real. I mean, it's 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 very obvious for me now. It's, it's a little bit easier for football because there is like so much time between the plays and stuff to where like, yeah. you know, I'm not, it's not like in a basketball game where you could be like two possessions behind two or three possessions behind or something. We like say that, but, that in here we're two yeah. possessions behind. And, and, yeah. and, but like on, on a, from a football standpoint, all it takes is for me to sit at home. And I know because I have to have direct TV, right? Because I have to have the, the NFL package. And so I see guys that I know are not at the games, right. On Twitter who are, Way ahead of you. 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, Direct you know, TV is, oh, can you believe that? And I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Oh, I'm on a three-way text with it. And, and, I have, and I have to tell one of the people, I was like, you got to stop because you're. I know what's I know what's happening based on what you're texting me. I'd rather just watch yeah. it. So and not, so I have to, yeah, I have to try and keep myself off of the Twitter as much as possible when I'm, when I'm doing that. Because, like, some people who have cable for, you know, because I have satellite and yeah. natural delay, people who have cable are getting it like 20 seconds before me. And so it comes well, through and it's like, can you believe this catch? But, you know, the, the, actually the, the last one that I remember really being bummed out about was that really awesome Jamar chase catch and oh, run yeah. afterwards. I'm like, Jamar, there was something like Jamar chase is unfair. And I'm like, oh, it happened to me. I'll tell you what happened <laughs> oh, to me. God, happened. I'm about to see an awesome play and it's, uh, I already know it's coming. It, it's uh, the, uh, the fake punt. This weekend, the Cowboys fake punt. I was I was still in my oh my god I can't believe Mike McCarthy's gonna <laughs> right. punt this. Yeah, he's mode. gonna punt the ball. And then yeah. on, on text, I immediately get oh my god, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I, I think the other one we didn't even bring up here is that you're talking we're talking about li- watching live TV and it being behind. Okay, well now all these streaming options available now you're definitely uh, gonna be you're way even behind further on that. behind. I mean, yes. I, we didn't even bring it up yet, but Gil and I are sitting here streaming the same tennis match. Yes, five feet away from each other, and I was what. 
You were 20 seconds ahead of you or something least, like that? At least 10 seconds ahead of me in terms of the score. And that's game. just me versus you, not us versus what this yeah. what we're streaming versus the actual match date. If you, know, you have cut the cord and you're only watching sports via stream, then you you absolutely have to wait for breaks. Like because you are you are a full you're a full 45 <laughs> and, seconds. And, and even then, get your bed in quick. I was going to say, yeah. even then, you got to <laughs> yeah. time it quick yeah. on that one. Yeah. Don't wait Definitely around a full 45 seconds to a minute behind as to as to what's going on. That is for sure. Ote uh, down a break now in the fourth. It's so not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen today. Yeah, still, I mean, again. I was premature. Great prize. It doesn't mean because doesn't mean you get the great prize that it's going to come home. But I'd make the bet again. That's for sure. Hey. Yeah. We can still rally. Yeah, you can. You know, not so much. We could. The thing, the thing about these tennis matches, as you know very well, the mental anguish of it gets to gets to these players too. Oh, so what a what a mountain to climb. We'll see. But that's a great question. One of the great questions for Ryan Hyde because it's that one, especially because it's always evolving and it is just getting yeah. worse and worse for the better. The thing about that is yeah. one of those sports betting questions where it's like, it's a simple question. You yeah. think it's a simple question, but uh, yeah. yeah, there is, there's a lot that goes into that answer. The it, it's the books no longer have a disadvantage at these things, or, or no. at least those, those advantage, those uh, disadvantages are dwindling rapidly on these. So um, great question, Ryan. He had a great one last night. We never got to it, but I forget it. Ryan, if you could uh, do the remix on that one at some point, <laughs> we'd appreciate it. Uh, we'll come back, and we will take a look at the bets we have actually made on the divisional round. What is in the accounts already for the games this weekend? Two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Doesn't get better than this in the National Football League. Coming to you from the South Point, it's VEASAN's primetime action. Primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. That's the beauty of podcasts after all. Go to VSIN.com slash podcast and get beating the book with Gil Alexander. That's me. Or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, the Wide World of Wine Garden, and so much more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. It doesn't look like we're going to get the other read tonight. So if anyone was wondering, uh, one American dollar is worth a buck twenty-five Canadian. You've been waiting tonight. all night, sitting there ready to ex- do currency exchange, and you just come up empty. But now everyone knows. So one 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 uh, U.S. dollar is worth a buck twenty-five Canadian right now. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Buck twenty-five Canadian. Does that make the dollar, the American dollar, strong? Well, no, because we've always been like I've just been. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. Let me let me put in the sixty-nine dollars or eighty-six seventeen. Ooh ooh, Amer- American dollar real strong, real strong. Yeah, real strong. Ooh, yes. <laughs> said ooh, ooh. U.S. dollar real strong. Okay. All right. Uh, how about a follow up on Drew Dinsick's uh, best third quarter team mention? Because I wanted to see what the how far ahead Golden State was this year. They are plus four point six in third quarter scoring margin this year. Uh, you've only got well, you've got half the team over over zero, but Charlotte is next at two, and then you got a bunch of teams in the ones. So they really are dominating that category once again. Remember that? Yeah, remember that year. Where nothing was easier. They had won a couple championships by then. I can't remember exactly what year it was. 
and they would have they would they would change the rotation in the second quarter to like a 14, lesser rotation, 15, something like that. Yeah, it didn't. If they were down seventeen or eighteen points, you're like, how many how many are they down? I'm in. It's like, it, was it was always just like incredible. The last, it was always like the last three minutes of the second quarter, yeah. like the first two minutes of the third. And you're like, how much are they down? Yeah. Okay, instant bet. Instant yeah, okay. bet. Got it. They were a machine that year. I want to say that was like 2017, 18, right in that pocket somewhere. I was going to go earlier than that, but. Yeah, somewhere in there. It might have been, might have been earlier. Just awesome. So a little, little taste of that these days. All right, Matt, what, what uh, football bets then? Do you have in your account? I, I I weirdly have bet three of the four games, which is just a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, I have a th- plus three and a half on Cincinnati. In that one, as I explained a little bit earlier, I just think if you're getting more than a field goal with this team, with the, how incredibly quickly this offense can score and how basically built to come from behind they are, even if they do get down in a game, I think getting more than a field goal is the way to play Cincinnati here. So I do like that at the at the three and a half. I took the three on the Rams as well. We said last night that we were going to do that. Um, we hadn't really talked about that game a lot actually either. Um, but um, we said last night if that was if that was the case, if we were going to get the full field goal, we were going to take it. I took it with that Rams team. Honestly, I'll probably end up taking some money line as well. Because I do believe that, uh, and oh, and as we've been sitting here, the uh, the first two and a half pops out there. So um, rest of country over at points bet two and a half right now, in favor of the Bucks. So that that three no South longer Point there. had it first. Yeah, no longer uh, no longer available. And and again, it's just this Bucks team. There's just there's just so much to overcome here, you know. And getting a full field goal against against the Rams with especially with us not getting. Any sort of certainty that this offensive line is going to be intact, it was just uh, it was too much to pass up for me. And again, if these guys get ruled out on the offensive line, this number is you're not going to be able to find a three, that's for sure. And then uh, I have the Packers at four and a half. Like I said, I, I get that on the open. There were that was a lot of speculation that was going on there. It, I had nothing. I didn't know anything about the Garoppolo shoulder thing, but just that the two defensive guys had a decent chance of being out in this one. And I uh, went ahead and grabbed the, the four and a half because of that. The Jimmy Garoppolo news is really just icing on the cake for me um, with that four and a half. It has moved to six at most books. Now there's one five and a half still available uh, out there on the Packers. Uh, like I said, I believe that if you kind of look at what the the weapons that he's going to have at his disposal in this game, MVS back at practice, he's going to be able to go. You got Lazard, you've got uh, Devontae Adams as well. Again, resting not having to have, have uh, really any of those little nagging injuries and stuff like that, getting back into full shape here. And then on the defensive side of the ball, that was kind of the other big thing here. I mean, listen, you're talking Jire Alexander, you're talking Preston Williams, you're talking, um, and you're getting on the offensive line, Bakhtiari. I mean, there's just so many pieces that are coming back here for the Packers as well, which is just another thing that uh, Whitney Merciless uh, on the defensive side. So, I mean, there's just a lot of players coming back on the Packers side as well. So, Thought that the number four and a half was too short. So far, the market has proven that it was. So glad to have that in the uh, in the old account. There. What was the game you said we didn't talk a lot about? The game last night. Oh, yeah, we we went through some some Cardinals stats. Let me just let me just add a few to those. By halftime, Kyler Murray seven completions, and the deepest one was one air yard for an average of minus zero point seven air yards. He had just one rush for minus one yards and no scrambles. That that's what I was saying last night during the game. I was like, he just refused to run. Also last night, Kyler Murray. 
And the that Car- was weird. That was weird. And the Cardinals averaged 1.5 yards per play, the second fewest in the first half of a playoff game over the past 20 seasons. That was their first half average. Um, well, let me let me ask you a question about that because yesterday I asked of the four teams that got rolled in the first half: Cardinals, Eagles, Patriots, and and uh, who am I forgetting? Cardinals, Patriots, Eagles, and oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was we power ranked those. Pittsburgh only was twenty one seven. We thought that was the lightest of the bunch, but that the Cardinals last night was the worst of the bunch, given the circumstance. Also, let me ask that a different way because obviously we care more about the teams that are still in it. Which is, which was the most of of those blowouts? Which was the one that you looked at and thought was the most meaningful? And which of the blowouts was actually the least meaningful to you? I think the most was the Rams last night because we saw, again, like we said, it was the reason I think we could never really shake this Rams team is we were, because we kept saying like, like the ceiling, a ceiling game for this Rams team is as good as any team in the NFL. And we saw pretty close to a ceiling game from them last night. Really, really good on the defensive side of the ball, keeping Kyler Murray all kinds of messed up back there with the, with as much pressure as they were getting on him. We saw Matthew Stafford protect the ball also because of the way the defense played, because of the success they had running the ball as well. He didn't have to he didn't have to do all that much, right? I mean, he just had to make the throws that were there for him as it was. And so I, I think the the one that I took the most away from was we got to see that ceiling game from this Rams team to where you at least know yeah. what they are capable of, right? And, and getting Odell involved last night, I think cannot be understated here because they didn't have to rely on Cooper Cup yeah. to get things done and to move the ball down the field. And I think that having, honest to God, two weapons at catching the ball, like, look, Van Jefferson's fine, you know, I mean, but let's be for real. Like having Odell and having two real weapons at the wide receiver position I, I, it's going to be huge for them moving forward. And so I, I I thought that there was that performance from the Rams to me was the was the biggest one. Yeah, we were talking about it during a break even of that game last night, just after that first touchdown where it was like you don't you almost don't even need everything the old Odell can provide, but you need him to be still kind of that red, touchdown red zone threat. Mm-hmm. And he showed that last night, but then he ended up showing a lot more. So you're right. Like if you can he have – He certainly looked spry, didn't he? Yeah, not? he really did. So I don't know. You can have two wide receivers playing pretty high. High level, I'm with you. They they showed, they they showed maybe the best of what this team has to offer. You know, down the road, down the stretch here. By the way, I'll, I'll just answer the opposite. Of that. I thought the Tampa Bay and Kansas City blowouts. I didn't really think much about them. Like in the end, I was like, "There's Tampa Bay's win over Philly." I was like, "This doesn't upgrade the, Tampa." The Bay answer at all. was Tampa for me. Yeah. The least impressed because like yeah. that, the Eagles were just completely inept. Like inept. I mean, it was totally bad. There, you could have inserted. 12, 14 other teams into that game, and you almost get the same result in that one. Like, the Eagles were just completely inept in that game. Yeah. Kelly, your bets that you made? Yeah, I got a few already. Uh, Bengals plus three and a half. Smaller bet here. I'll probably add a, probably add a money line bet, though. I, I lean Bengals. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the show. I think it just depends on what, I mean, really what the Titans look like. Are they going to come out of the come out of the bye? Derrick Henry going at 100%. Yes. This whole, this whole team clicking. Then it might be yes. a blowout. So it's one of those, you know, I'm not interested in really teasing the Bengals or anything like that. But, you know, if they come back, 
back and they're not, you know, not clicking on, you know, not firing all cylinders on the Titan side. I think a Bengals plus three and a half does does offer some value in this. I think that offense, um, you know, could keep them into this to the end or make it interesting if you're down a, two, a score or two uh, with catching these points. So not a huge bet for me because I'm a little unsure what the Titans are exactly going to look like, but did grab that when it hit three and a half yesterday. Kind of had a feeling that number would settle back in more around three. Uh, Packers five, uh, like Matt just talked about, that was a number uh, really wanted to get in front of with uh, with what we saw with San Francisco and some of the injuries they got uh, that happened to them last weekend. And I mean, if anything gets worse with, worse with Jimmy G here, I'm really liking that bet. Uh, even more. And then the bet I put in last night, I think it's my favorite of the weekend, is, is that six-point teaser on the Rams and Bills. Uh, taking the Rams up to nine, Bills up to eight and a half. I think Bills and Chiefs is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. I did play the over 53 on the opener. Um, that number, I know, has run up a bit more. I think we're going to see a lot of points in that game, but could end up being a one-score or two one-score game. Uh, so like Bills plus eight and a half, love Rams plus nine over the Bucks. All right. We'll come back. We'll uh, wrap things up with a little preview of uh, the one NBA game on the mm-hmm. slate. Not much to preview, quite frankly. Not the sexiest matchup. Light, light NBA game. Some Australian open thoughts as well. It is VEASAN's prime time action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's primetime action. Do not forget about our big game coverage 56 hours of free coverage. There's no currency exchange for that. No, but 57. Gil's coming in for an extra hour. We already talked about that. I don't know why I get punished for that. There we go. I don't understand what happened. (laughs) Betting strategies, big game betting guide, matchup analysis, betting market insights, all of that. Uh, for the big game weekend, this is the place to be. We hope you will join us, and uh, the three of us will be here on the big game. That's right. Watch the watch the game with us. We're gonna win every bet we make this year. Every, every single one. Dag on one of them. We don't say dag on enough anymore. By the way, skirts in under the uh, you know not a curse, but just a emphasis. Matt, are you gonna be there on a big game coverage? You gonna be there? I think. I think. I, th- I mean. I think so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sort of ask. Um, <laughs> as we were as we were in the middle of that segment, guys, just uh, and again, I, I went and looked. There was no news of any sort or any speculation of any sort or whatever. It just seems more more bills money coming in. So at DraftKings, at MGM, at Bet three sixty five. So it was obviously somebody who has a big opinion because they went in and hit it hit them all at the same time because they all they all moved at the same time. 
Uh, How do you feel about that game? Down to one and a half. So down to one and a half. So off of the two and a half, down to the two when we were in the middle of the segment, last segment, off the two to one and a half at uh, three of the books out there. What what is your buy point, Matt, on the Chiefs? I don't know. So, again, I've had these teams like power ranked like right next to each other all year long right so it's like I don't know if there is one for me okay like, I, right. I, I don't you are you've been playing it down the middle on this game through it the whole time I just wanted it's to see. just a it's, it's so coin flippy right it's like if Allen takes over running the ball then I could easily see the Bills Chiefs winning. plus if, one if Allen no, no is interest. inaccurate like we saw in a few different games this year or something like that then I could see the Chiefs running with it it's it's both of these teams have their both of these teams have their warts, and then both of these teams at their peaks. You know, again, we saw good performances from both this past week. Look really, really good. So, yeah, I, I, just, I just I don't know if there is a buy point. For I just keep getting back to that whole thing where the Jags lost to the uh, the the uh, Bills lost to the Jags. What was that? Nine to six? Was that that final score? Yeah, sounds right. Nine to six. Then that that weird swirling wins game where they refused to run Josh Allen. Just. I'll never forgive him. I will never forget that. I thought I had that prop just oh. circled all over. It made so much sense. It's the whole key to that game. And then you watch him last week, and it's just like him taking off every, every time. time. Yeah. And, and, like, just running over linebackers, right? I mean, it's just – You just wonder how teams have lapses like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's I a long know. schedule, but still, just think about – If you had told – if you, Let's say we went back to the weekend, either the Bills losing to the Jags or that night where we're watching them get beat by – a Mac Jones three forward pass yeah. game with the Patriots. And if we say to you, this team is going to be close to a pick <laughs> with the Chiefs at Kansas City divisional round, what say you? We'd be like, get out of here. I mean, that is a <sighs> – in that game, too, in that 9-6 loss, the, the Jags had 218 total yards. Oh, trust me, I know. Trust in the game. Trust me, I know. 218 Total yards. That was the game where the other Josh Allen was the star. In the game. <laughs> yes. How many times did... Yes. Uh, he had like a pick, a fumble recovery, like a sack or something. Yeah. How many times? What's the guy that does the uh, that does uh, red zone? Oh, Hanson. Yes, How many Scott times Hansen, did yeah. Hanson bring that one? Not times, that yeah. Josh Allen, yeah. this one. <laughs> he loves stuff like that. But the uh, three... <laughs> Scott, we love you. And three yeah. turnovers we love to you. one. You know, and sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Three to one turnovers. And that one. Yeah. Any tennis action for you tonight? No. By the way, loser, came... loser video for us, by the way, Kelly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't forget that. <laughs> yeah. Ante, loser video. Fire it up when ready, Jerry. No, Ty. Anytime you guys are ready. <laughs> it's, Ante, at least if, you're, if y'all are going to lose, at least Dante you can lose with a fun name during the like, We thought we were still in it, okay? Listen, it's one of those two. This is just such a – it's a – this will happen to you if you bet sports long enough. You will destroy the lines on both of these, which we did on both of our picks. But they're underdog picks, and, and neither came home. And you just have to sort of live with the result. These things will happen. Loser video. Warranted. Guess what, Gil, on a night where I don't have any NBA action, I yeah. will gladly tell you on yeah. tennis. Thank you, brother. I love where he's like, when I don't have NBA action. <laughs> <laughs> Flames up to nothing. Oh. oh, there you go. Greatest hockey better. And, and Andy McNeil, I believe when he was on, he was saying he needed the Capitals. They were down two to nothing. Then Ovechkin yeah. scored. Caps came back and won that four to three. Nice. Good for Andy. 
Yeah, I am a little late. Gil, let's just have a discussion between me and you real yeah, quick. Yeah, okay. forget Matt for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, right. so this is his second hockey bet in like three days. Yeah, he's going to be a monster. Should we like call one of those numbers or oh, something? That's what I'm like, saying, 1-800-GIL. He, he, he's going to be. You want to watch him tonight? I'll watch if I'd have hit the plus 520, I'd have been He is going to be unbearable. I'd have been, if I'd have hit the plus 520. If he hit that bet, oh, you'd have heard about it for the next two months. Two months I would have been talking about. I'm glad you didn't hear this discussion Kelly and I just had. But it's you know, we're I braced it, for the so worst. I think it's done after tonight. I think the conversation's done. We didn't get it. We 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 talked to Andy about it, and at least he did say, "Look, when it oh. gets to a number that's ridiculous like that, it's probably worth because he 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 even admitted it is a high variant sport. Yeah, and if you're getting five to one on your money in a single singular game." It's probably worth a little. I do it with hockey. I do it with UFC. I'd be lying to you if I did if I said otherwise. I can't believe I've gone two hours and fifty one minutes of our three hour show without bringing this up. Pay me my money from last night. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you did. Oh, by the way, you, did you did you see did you guys see who the very next touchdown was? Your guy, James Conner. Yeah. Oh Sorry. yeah. Sorry, it's not yeah. how this works. Course, the yeah. the very next touchdown was uh, James Conner. Another winner for Young Gill on the set here. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. And it was the yeah. <sighs> I don't want to it's say even I'm even brutal too because it was the it was the backup pick. And no, like my primary pick scores the next touchdown. No, the br- it's just so, <laughs> the br- so brutal. The brutality was well, and that. And your backup pick scored. Yeah. Well, the brutal. Yeah, my, thought he my scored. backup pick yeah. scored and it got pulled off the board. <laughs> that was the worst. Golly. Well, you know, Matt, maybe you're just not as good at this. I'm not. As, met, uh, I'm so, not. I'm sorry. not cut out for these first touchdowns. Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun with that little contest for the first like yes. eight it's, weeks it's, of the NFL season, and then somehow Gil just wrecked us. Like it's after good, that, it's a good. It's a good contest. It's a good. Well, I have a different strategy for that one too going forward. Matt, de- I'm, I'm, Matt not, I'm just going to take the Kelly strategy, which is just picking one of the, <laughs> the two. Like I was trying to get cute, like yes, picking like tight ends and stuff. All these like whatever. It's like Kelly just always was picked the one of the. Top short three. shot, yeah, yeah, short Running shot. back, short shot, yeah. Way to go! What? Uh, how many of those do you think you won? I won one. I know for practice. <laughs> yeah, Madeline. It was a one twenty though. That was it. Was a one twenty. Because remember, he went like six weeks or something at the beginning without winning one. I won. Yeah, but it was one of the three three carryovers. So it was it was, it was one right. of the bigger That's pots right. of the year. So yeah. that was. That I was won awesome. no fewer than six of them, and four of them were carryovers. I, I want to say in the first yeah. eight weeks, like so, he won like once. You won like maybe a couple times there, and I think I won two or three. But after that, I didn't win again. Yeah, it was all you. Do you want to flash up those one and done standings after one week? No? Yeah, I was saying, might okay. have them handy. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry, you're gonna have a long time. I'm to, just uh, playing. You're gonna have a long time to watch us try to catch up to you in that one. Yeah, I'm gonna hit the outright this week. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. What are you? Yeah, seriously, I gotta have more confidence than that, Matt. Come on. Who do you like, man? I think I'm gonna. Sibu Kim's gonna do it for me two years in a row. Hmm. Oh, are you go? Are you? Are you Siwoo? I I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to put a FOMO Siwoo bet in. Come on. He that that is was this, like this is the one he won last yeah, year. Yeah, this is what he won last year. American Fired me up in the into the one and done for for both the show purpose and just betting purpose. I'm gonna have to put at least a few bucks down. On Richard Siwoo. Fowler. Richard Fowler. Yeah, only fifty to one this week. Is uh probably gonna be mine. Hmm. Do we okay. have a bet on him in your account as well? I think there will be a Richard Fowler bet. I think I'm only going to bet three or four guys. It's going to be longer-ish guys in this one. So yeah. this is one of those. So this is a weird tournament. It's a they're they're back to the pro am this year. So they play three different courses, and then the cut is until after 54 holes and like all. So there's all kinds of like weirdness about this tournament. So I, I don't think I'm going to play any of the shorter shots. Just play 
play a few long shots and then move on to the next one. I, I don't like these kind of yeah, gimmicky too. tournaments. Me too. A little funky stuff. It, it will be. It will be a few outrights, probably, but might not have a ton of other market bets. And like you said, Matt, probably a little bit more longer shots. I'm sure we'll be focusing on. You know what you should do, Matt? I think you should go and go to the waste management and do the show from there live. That would be fun. Why don't we do that. That'd be fun. There'd be some uh, some rowdies in the background. Mm-hmm. It would be great. Like make for some good uh, make for some good TV radio. Waste management is uh, three, three weeks week. away. Three weeks away. Super Bowl week, right? Super Bowl week. I mean, big game week. Oh. What I just said. Oh. Big game big week. Game week. Yep. Ooh. We're allowed to say we said that. Duper we're Bowl. allowed to say it that way. We're allowed to say the words as yeah. long as we're not sponsoring something. Yeah, we're, no, we're not promoting anything. Yeah, yes. we're not promoting anything. Hmm. Super Bowl. Super See, Bowl. There, I just yeah, said it. Super, what are you going to do to me? Yeah, nothing. Bring it on. <laughs> bring, bring it on, whoever you are. Yeah. Bring it on, NFL. We're not scared. We're taking all do the old man uh, mm-hmm. fistings, Kelly. Yeah. You'll uh, put up your dukes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, yeah, keep talking. I don't think you're going to win that fight. No, <laughs> what with the NFL? Yeah. They got bigger fish to fry than us. They don't care. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. All right. Florida State, Kelly, I don't want to get you excited. 33-33 against Duke. Bones them. 127 left in the uh, first half down at FSU. Oh, yeah. The nightcap will take you through all the college basketball for sure. Next, Tim Murray and Sean King from Circa. Enjoy. Good luck with all your betting from the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.